Welcome to Hey We Should Connect, an intimate space for no holds barred conversations about growing your network and thriving professionally. I'm your host, Fumi Johnson, and I'm so excited to connect with you. Hello, and welcome to Hey We Should Connect. I am so glad to be back on here. I am so glad to be back connecting with you. It feels like it's been forever since I have been behind a microphone and I am excited to be back on here. I did take a hiatus, a longer than expected hiatus, and I promise I am going to get into it on today's episode of Hey, We Should Connect. How's everyone doing? First of all, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I had a good Thanksgiving. I spent time with family, of course. And yeah, I think this is the first time that it really occurred to me that a lot of people do not, well, not a lot of people, but some people don't celebrate Thanksgiving. But that's not what today's episode is about. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys were able to spend it however way that you would typically or how you wanted to spend Thanksgiving. Yeah, and yes, December is right here. And so we can officially say happy holidays. Happy holidays. I remember my December, November episode last year. I can't believe it's been a year. I remember talking about the ideal Christmas gifts to give. But yep, here we are, December 2022. I'm excited to be connecting with you again. Have I said I'm excited way too many times? Yes, because I am. Oh my goodness, I have had so much going on. And yeah, as I said, I'm just going to jump right into it. It's been a hectic year. It's been a year of growth for me. I started a new job, which is so exciting. Congratulations to me, yay. I started a new job and I think this is the first time in a long while that I have been excited by by a new opportunity, which is not to say that I move around a lot, which is, I mean, typical in finance or in most industries, I think, um, two to three years, you kind of switch roles. Um, It doesn't have to be external, it could be internal, but I started a new opportunity this year, which is a role like I have never had before. I took a chance. I essentially started a new job that was not necessarily fully defined, which I have done that before. Taking that type of risk before, it did not work out. I think from the first day I started that job, I knew I wanted to be out, which was my previous role, by the way. But I love this new opportunity. The people are great. The company is amazing, which is a lot coming from me because I think prior to joining this company, I have started to feel jaded, like it's whatever, you know, the grass is not greener, like just really, really jaded. So this new exciting opportunity came, I decided to give it a chance and yeah, I really like it. I really like what I'm doing. I like the people um, that I'm getting to meet, which is exciting. I like that my role is different from anything I've ever done before. So there's a lot of flexibility. There's a lot of learning. I'm going to talk about that. So just to give you a preview of, um, yeah, what's been going on. I think at the time I started this job back in April, 
I was honestly at the brink of a mental, well, not a mental breakdown, I'm sorry. I was so emotionally and mentally exhausted that ideally I really needed to take a sabbatical. I so desperately wanted to take a sabbatical, but unfortunately your girl has to work, bills have to be paid. And, um, yeah, I'm a single mother. I have two amazing children that I need to provide for. So I had to go right back into the next role. I think I took four days in between jobs, which is crazy. I mean, one of the reasons is because, you know, I needed to be onboarded quickly. There was, you know, kind of things needed to be, things needed to get done essentially, but it's very atypical for me to just jump from one role right into the next one. Like I'll take like a week, two weeks, you know, time off, can I get myself and all of that stuff. But this didn't happen then. And honestly, again, the last two years have been so crazy for me. I feel like I've been running a marathon for like three years. And at the middle of this year, I really, really felt like I was about to break. Like I felt like I didn't have any energy left. I just needed to drop everything. And my personality is the type where I have received feedback on this. I'm not the easiest person to admit defeat or admit when I need help or admit when I don't, you know, when I, when I need somebody to, like you need to essentially like pry out stuff out of my cold hands. Um, I'm not going to say cold dead hands, but I'm that type of way. But I think this year was really, really, um, yeah, it was interesting because back in April, I just felt like I can't give anything anymore. I am so mentally exhausted, but how do you communicate that? How do you communicate that? Like, how do you, I, I don't even think financially I could take a sabbatical. Like, let's just be all the way a hundred. I don't think I could, I could financially take, go like a month. I mean, yes, I could, but it would have been a stretch and I don't like, I, I, I didn't want to stretch. I just, yeah. <laughs> so I went right back into work and, um, I think it definitely was very challenging for me. Just, you know, it's like your house is on fire, but you're showing up at work every day, just putting your game face on um a lot of personal challenges this year but i'm so glad that i have made it through to the end of the year and yeah i completed a project at work which was oh my god so draining but it was so good for me because i feel this sense of accomplishment which is not like i shouldn't be bragging about walking through personal challenges because not everybody has that luxury like I encourage people to take time off, to take use of whatever resources your company has, whether it's paid. Um, some people have paid time off. I actually have someone in my network we, who I'm hoping to bring on here. And we're going to talk about how she took, I think, three months paid sabbatical, which is awesome. So I definitely encourage people not to put your face together and pretend like nothing is happening leverage all of the resources you have at work a lot of companies have been very very good with that to be able to encourage their employees if you need to take a mental health day if you need to you know their resources 
EAP programs that you can take advantage of. So I don't encourage people to do what I did. But I think that I'm so proud of myself. I am so proud that I was able to walk through everything. My work did not suffer. I'm going to talk about that next. I'm going to talk about work a little bit later. But my work didn't suffer because I think with a lot of the personal challenges that I was going through, like I would have people ask me, people check on me like, oh, how are you doing? I'm great. The kids are great. But how's work? Like, how's work? I'm like, work is good. Work work is good. I got a promotion at the end of the beginning of the, well, last year. Yeah, work is good. I got a new opportunity. Work is, work is, I'm good. Work is good. It's kind of like, you know, just pulling it together. So I'm so proud. Yeah, so just as the year's ending, I again my crazy hundred mile per hour season has kind of like slowed down. And I'm just taking the time to reflect on the year, on you know, just entering into a new season of my life. Personally, if I've not said personally like I think a hundred times already, personally entering into a new season of my life and just trying to take stock of going forward. Um, one of the amazing things that I have started doing is I started a coaching program. And it's funny because this time last year, I was talking about things that you can give to yourself. And one of the things that I mentioned was coaching, but I actually haven't really done a coaching program before until now. I started a coaching program with Better Up, not to be confused with Better Help, the therapy site, Better Up. I have an amazing coach. Yeah, so I started coaching, you know, a little bit of, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of self-work, whether it's counseling, therapy, all of that stuff, and now professional coaching. And I have to tell you, oh my goodness. So the first day of therapy, of not therapy, coaching, coaching, coaching. Before I signed on to this platform, I had to take a test. Well, not a test, but like, and some sort of evaluation, like what are your goals? What are you hoping to achieve out of this? What are things you want to work on? It had like a wide range of topics, of areas, and just like kind of like a personality test. I don't even know what it was called. Like it's funny because I didn't pay attention to it. And then my coach brings up my results, and I'm just like, oh gosh. So the first coaching session I had, again, really, really amazing person. I think that I was trying to be very careful with the coach that I did select. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? You never really know, right? People sound good on paper, but then once you get into it, you're like, eh, you know, backstory. Quick, quick <laughs> sidetrack. Backstory. Two years ago, I was trying to get into therapy. I remember I called this lady, um, my, my, what's the, what's the thing, the work, work program, whatever, that they help you sort of make all your medical appointments and all of that good stuff where you don't have to be on the phone. Anyway, they had set me up with this really great lady, virtual, she's close to the area, my insurance, all of that works out. And I remember, oh my God, five minutes into the conversation, I'm like, oh my God, you are horrible. Like literally she was horrible. I think she was, she had made a joke about my name and what else did she just made like two very inappropriate jokes and I can't remember what she was saying. 
And I had asked her a question. And she's like, well, I'm just trying to get all of this before I fix your issues. And I'm like, wait, what? Excuse me? Um, time out. We're five minutes into, we're not even into the session. And I like, yeah. So why did I digress? Just to say that I think I can be super picky when it comes to people that I'm working with, especially where I have to open up and things like that. I'm picky with my doctor. I'm picky with, I'm, I'm very picky when it comes to things like that because uh, I think when I was speaking the coach, I really wanted somebody that I would be all in with because I think that this year has been very interesting for me. And I think that a lot of the things that I, a side effect of a lot of the personal things I was dealing with is that I started to deal with anxiety as well. So, oh my God, this episode is turning to some kind of confessional. But essentially, I was walking through so much and dealing with so much that I don't think there's any area of my life that, if I'm being honest, that it didn't impact. I like to put on a good, strong face, but it's so crazy how, especially as women, meanwhile, side note, women are more likely to have a heart attack. And it's just really important for us to pay attention to ourselves because when we're going through things, it does impact everything. It impacted my health, impacted my confidence. And I think even though I felt like I was doing really great at work, it slowly sipped into how I was feeling about myself, about my work and all of that stuff. Anyway, got into coaching and the first session, yo, it was so wild. The session ended in tears. It ended in tears because I can't remember what we're talking about. And mind you, at the beginning of this session, we had talked about the difference between therapy and coaching. And the guy is like, oh, therapy is different because therapy kind of focuses only on your past and like your childhood and things like that. But coaching, we focus on the future. We focus on solutions. We focus on, you know, I'm like, I'm help here to help you achieve your goal. And I'm like, yes, this is good. And we started talking about just like a series of questions. Like, how do you feel about yourself, our work? And next thing you know, like he just, I, I think I talked about something that was really good that I did at work, but I felt like, yeah, it was good. People said it was good. But for me, I just felt like, Nah. like for me it didn't feel spectacular and next thing you know he's like who hurt you <laughs> i mean he didn't say that but he was essentially like what is why are you being so hard on yourself like um and now i'm gonna go back into the the assessment that i took so i took this assessment And it ranks me on a range of different things, things I score really high on and things I score really low on. And it turns out one of the things that I, two things that I score low on, one is focus. Shocker. Um, Actually, no. I think that's a lot of times when I'm dealing with anxiety, I deal with anxiety a lot. But when I'm stressed out, I tend to, um, I know this about myself. If I'm stressed out, I tend to be very scatterbrained. Like I, I'm not able to focus when I'm stressed out, which is not to say I don't get my stuff done. It's just when I'm stressed out, I get very easily distracted because there's just that anxiety. Like I'm not able to sit still and complete something because I'm just super anxious. So I already know that like 
if I'm, I know that about myself, which is a great thing about self-awareness, which I am doing so much work this year. I'm so proud of myself for all the work that I'm doing this year and discovering myself and being self-aware. And yeah, so I know that about myself that once I get to the point where I am losing focus and getting distracted, it's a signal to my brain to call myself, call a little meeting, call a little conference call, like, okay, for me, what's going on? What's going on? What are we dealing with here? What are we dealing with here? But the next thing that he talked about was being kind to myself. Apparently, I scored really low on kindness, not to other people, mind you, kindness to myself. Apparently, I am not very kind to myself. I am super hard on myself, which I think that's a good thing. I used to think that was a good thing because I'm the type of person where I brag about me being fairly aware of my blind spots. Like before you come at me with a criticism, I already, I'm already criticizing myself already way ahead of it. So I'm like, yes, yes, I got it. Like I never go into any evaluation with a shock face. Like, nah, I already got it. I already know. I already know. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Um, yeah, I'm joking about this a lot, but yeah. So he gave me an exercise to celebrate one of my successes. I totally bombed because I did not. I totally did not. What did I do? He told me to specifically do something for myself to celebrate one of my recent wins, which, mind you, in the middle of all of the craziness that I've had this year, this year has actually been, like, I can count a number of really good wins for myself. I mean, first of all, landing a really great job without, like, like I was legit, <laughs> like, it came to me like that's pretty awesome that's pretty fantastic and everything about the job is like everything i never knew i even wanted anyway he gave me this assignment to celebrate my win did i though did i did i know i think i just did some whatever my kids and i needed to go well i had promised to take them to the movies so i showed up at my next session saying yes so i took my kids to the movie to celebrate my success he's like great okay were you already planning to go to the movies before? Um, yeah, he's like, no. So that's not going to cut it. Anyway, so we talked about a lot. He gave me a whole bunch of exercises. And so why am I saying all of this? I'm saying all of this because apparently I'm not kind to myself. So I have to work on that. But as I mentioned, this year has been a great year for me in terms of a lot of self-evaluation. And so I wrote down a few things that I just wanted to share as what I titled my stretch goals or things that I am trying to I'm trying to work on this year. And I know we're in December. So when I say this year, I mean like going into the next year or the next phase of my life. One of them is I am trying to be more open about admitting what I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. I think I learned this lesson, like I've always known this, but I think a lot of times I feel that pressure, especially when you start a new role, to come in, hit the ground running, come in like, I got this, roll up my sleeves, I got this. And I hate to struggle in front of other people. And I think I am, that's definitely one of the things that I'm learning to be able to be very open to say, 
when I'm coming into a new opportunity or when I'm dealing with people to be honest and say, I don't got this. I don't know this. Yes, I am experienced and, but this is a new area for me, which I think is going to really help me going forward because I do want to try a lot of new things, um, new opportunities, new projects, professionally, just to be able to stretch myself outside of my comfort zone. For so long, I have been very, very good with being comfortable. I love being comfortable. I love even the idea of being at a company. When I started out my career, I wanted to be at the company that I, my first company, I wanted to be there, JP Morgan. I wanted to be at JP Morgan for life. I just, just promote me every year. Well, not every year, but just promote me, give me my raises, give my little incentive compensation. And let me just be there. Let me just, let me just be there. I like to be comfortable and I'm just trying to push myself into as I go and explore new opportunities, just being able to communicate better about the things that I don't know. Communicate when I'm facing roadblocks. I'm being very vulnerable today, but that's actually one of the feedback I got during my recent performance evaluation that I am not necessarily the best at communicating when I hit roadblocks because yeah, I don't like to admit that I'm facing a roadblock. Like I like to be the person behind the scene that I come back like later and say, you see that road that's nicely built? What you didn't know was this, 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 this was what I overcame. I like to show off. <laughs> that sounds bad, but yeah, I think I'm just working this year on being able to communicate my needs to be able to communicate and the next thing i'm 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 trying to work on this year is also being able to communicate with people better i am definitely working on not being too much of a yes person i am trying to communicate better with people you know just <laughs> where things are working and where things are not working Finally, one of the things that I am working on this year is being less rushed in decision-making. I think it was when Chadwick Boseman died. This quote came out that was attributed to him where he said, the quote is, take your time, but don't waste time. And I am learning for that to be my new, um, one of my guiding principles where I don't want to rush through life. I don't want to, I want to take my time before I do things. I want to take my time. I don't want to rush and just rush into decisions. I don't want to, I don't want to put pressure on myself and I don't want people to put pressure on me, even professionally. Like I'm getting better at being able to push back. Now I know you can't always push back, but I'm definitely learning how to push back because it's an area that i have struggled with i'm learning to push back i will not be rushed into doing things i will not you know just with my time i am being very very deliberate with my time my time is so precious to me now oh my goodness i just my time is very precious to me but at the same time you know it says don't waste time right that's half of the quote don't waste time I'm trying to just go for it. Just do the things that mean a lot to me. I am learning a lot, yo. Um, one of it is just 
<laughs> it's funny saying this after taking like months of hiatus but it's just important for me to now to just be more to be about my word to be honoring my commitments to be honoring what i say i'm gonna do to be who i say i'm going to be all of who i say i'm going to be i am not chasing perfection i think it's important to achieve to make goals and achieve my goals but i am not afraid to look like i don't have it together i'm not afraid to stumble i'm not afraid to it's so funny that in t in you know we talk about minimum viable product we talk about companies that put out products or the idea they, they they sell an idea even before a product is real think about think about elizabeth holmes she's going to jail now she just got sentenced and yeah like nobody had seen the product it wasn't working but she was able to raise so much funds but for a lot of us at least for me you know we're afraid to do everything for fear of being made fun of fear of failing failing publicly fear of feeling ridiculous like i'm not afraid to look ridiculous anymore i'm finally getting to that point where i'm getting comfortable in my own skin getting comfortable in my own space just being all around comfortable and trying to do things like i'm doing it for an audience of one or an audience of many so this is one of my most vulnerable podcasts but it's been a while since we connected. I am so glad to be back on here. I hope to have many more guests. And I am hoping to have one more episode in December before the end of the year. So this is Fumi. It's been wonderful connecting with you. You can find me on Instagram, Upswing Women. I would love to chat with you. I would love to connect with you. Have a wonderful holiday. Thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. Hey, we should connect. Find me on Instagram at Upswing Women.